0: Good morning, everyone. This is Jimmy Williams, and I have with me today, and I'm honored to say the name, my co-host with the most, Lori Few. How are we doing, Lori?
1: I'm back.
0: (laughs) You know, folks, she may hide, but she can't hide anywhere I can't find her. So I located her down, and it only took a couple appearances before the judge to get her a little bit of time off, but hey, (laughs) that's, uh, that's terrible, but... Lori, it is an honor. I know you've been busy. We're going to talk about things today, Lori, that we've never even talked about, the topics anyway, on our broadcast here. So we're going to share today on this podcast some special areas that Lori and I may discuss in our own personal lives, may discuss uh, off the air, so to speak. But today, you know what? Here at Live Life by Design, we live in the real world. Wouldn't you say?
1: I would say that it's very real at this juncture, yes. (laughs)
0: Folks, you don't even know, and she doesn't know what I'm going to be asking, but I'm going to be asking some questions on current topics and affairs in our world. Because, you know, it is one thing to fool ourselves saying, well, we can just build our own world. And we do at Live Life by Design help you create what you want as your safe space, create what you want in your career, how you want outcomes to be. Uh, But sometimes there are some things you just got to work through. And so today I'm going to bring up some of these current topics, and Lori is going to answer all the hard questions.
1: Oh, my goodness. All the hard questions? Oh, I don't know that I was ready for that.
0: He is geared up, folks. The trigger (laughs) is ready to be pulled for these hard questions. This is a speed round, if you will, here on Live a Life by Design. But, hey, real quickly, before we do this, go to our Facebook community page at Live a Life by Design Community. And give us some of your concerns after you listen to this podcast about some of the topics we brought up and maybe even some of the suggestions you can help us solving the concerns and issues in our local communities that we are facing Maybe of some help to others that may be facing similar situations in other states or countries. So, Lori, first thing off the bat, I've just got to ask. Uh, You work for a public school system here in Oklahoma. Tell me what are some of the challenges? What are some of the good things that's happened as we start off this school year? And we just literally, I believe, got it started.
1: Oh, we did get it started. And, you know, I love back to school. Back to school for me is like it's it's like Christmas. It's it's new. It's exciting. It's unexpected. You know, you you think that you're on, you think you're on the nice list to, you know, to, to wake up one morning and find out that, Oh yes. In fact, all my efforts are still, you know, I mean, I'm still in good graces, but I love back to school. I don't know. There's something in the air in August um, this August, obviously the air is filled with a thousand degrees worth of heat <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's okay. Um, but that's kind of how you know that it's back to school in oklahoma it's hot and and you know it's it just it is what it is um but this year so much excitement we opened a new school facility this year and a new activity center. And it's been just so exciting to see all of the new faces that have come into the building and that are so excited to be there and just take it all in. It's, I mean, it's kind of like a new car or a new house or a new backpack, anything that's shiny and new, you just kind of want to take care of it and, you know, look at it and touch it and feel it and all those fun things. Um, so it's been Gosh, it's been an amazing experience. Now, not to say that we haven't had our hiccups because in building this new uh, facility, it allowed us to be able to go to grade level centers to um, have collaboration amongst all of our grade levels. And so that really created a sense of urgency over the summer. All of our um, maintenance staff worked tirelessly along with some really exceptional community groups to be able to help us move all of our teachers into different buildings and different locations um and so we were able to do that and just you know a sense of new a sense of um everybody kind of being new for the first time all together new places new faces new locations and you know that doesn't come without growing pains um you know First days of school, everybody trying to figure it out. Who needs to be where, and what works, and what isn't working. And so I, you know, took a lot of phone calls the first week of school, and I had the opportunity to talk to a lot of people and get their feedback. But my favorite thing was that I just kept telling everybody PYP.
0: Uh, PYP. <laughs> That's a P-Y-P. new one for me.
1: No, it's not, Jimmy. You of all people know what PYP is. You just you're not in the right context. Okay. What do they tell you when you go to the airport? Pack your patience.
0: Yes, yes. (laughs) Thank you. I
1: just just told everybody PYP and we smile and we pivot and we move on and we try to do our best. And so um, it's been great. The community has been wonderful. Um, Everybody has been so supportive and so excited. Um, And it it is a stressful time. Um, I will not lie school pickup lines are <laughs> <the> <laughs> chaos that it is, um, but it's better and everybody's settling and we're having a fantastic school year and we are so excited to be able to do some awesome things this year.
0: So Lori, I've just got to tell you, I flashed back to the eighties apparently with that that uh, PYP, I thought it was party at your place. I didn't uh, know what,
1: no, no. Okay. No, we're not part. Well, I mean, we do want to have some celebrations this year, but not yes. that
0: type of party. Okay. Well, yes, of no. course not. No. Yes. <laughs> uh, I only showed up because I was so poor as a student. I got something to eat for free. You know how that yes. goes. But anyway. I
1: remember those so,
0: days. So real quickly, and I only want to ask this because this is on the cutting edge of everyone's mind. We got this brand new activity center. I mean, we got volleyball, basketball. We got wrestling. wrestling um, yeah. Is there something else in there that we're doing? I can't remember. I oh, think goodness. that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but here's the thing. Um Has anyone got blood on the new floor yet from the volleyball games?
1: Oh, I don't think so. Thank you. You've just jinxed it. Um, we're getting oh, ready to no. host a volleyball tournament, so there it is. I mean, oh, it yeah, and happened. I
0: think that's coming up uh, here in a, a few days. Yeah, and Jimmy so has
1: now wielded into the universe. Great. All okay. I
0: ask is if they're going to drip that stuff, all that hazard material, all over our new floor, please bring your own wipes. Get that stuff cleaned uh, yeah. up and get your own, <laughs> what is it, that has, hazmat spray. Get yeah. it out. Yep. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: <laughs> no, oh, and take care so- of the kid, too. Take care of the kid's nose, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But get that for floor sure. cleaned up for <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can see our administration going, hey, we got a brand new building. Let's keep this thing clean. You know, and the kids are first thing they're going, hey, I can put, be the first one to put my name on the wall or something. You know, I can just yeah. see this happening. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, hopefully not. Hopefully everybody is going to be respectful and and really take care of the facility because it is awesome. it is incredibly beautiful. It's amazing. And it's so awesome to be able to have that to, you know, our community really invested in us. They believed in us. They supported us and they wanted that for their kids and for future generations. And so that's what is really, really important. And that's what I love about our community is that it's a sense of cohesiveness. It's a sense of being together and being on the same page and giving everybody a great opportunity to have, you know, new things, to be able to excel and to get better and better.
0: You know, and one of the great things, opportunities that we have to serve our community at Live a Life by Design and Compass Capital Management is that we help award a younger teacher, I would say, uh, one that's not quite been around 20 years or so, with a $1,000 check, basically, to help get their classroom outfitted. And I know you assisted this year in, in my absence of helping grant that to a wonderful teacher, who, who needed it and deserved it. And uh, that has always been a wonderful blessing for us to be a part of the school system in that manner. But I got to ask you a tough question now, though. So we're talking about schools and education, all that comes through funding that comes through policies and so forth. But what about this presidential campaign coming up. How's it? Well, you're probably not even old enough to vote. Are you old <laughs> enough to vote? I mean, you're, you're awfully young looking, Lori. You so are I didn't know.
1: So funny. <laughs> yes, I am old enough to vote. I'm um, the very okay. first president uh, presidential election I voted in was, uh, I believe, it was. Clinton and someone else. I can't think. Clinton's first term, whoever he ran against. That's the first. Time well, he, he ran against
0: he... George Herbert Walker Bush. Remember? Maybe
1: it was, Yeah. I, well, you're, that, I just you're not
0: that. You're not that old, kiddo. So <laughs>
1: just remember that was the name on the ballot.
0: Yeah, I got to tell you though, uh this is the first time in the history of this country because I did the research. I want you to know I'm a, I'm, a, I'm really one of these. Uh, uh, kind of a uh, self-imposed professional historians. I just love history, you know, and so I did the research. And seriously, did you know we'll be voting for uh, basically octogenarians as this <laughs> continues to go? Um, and I'm sitting there looking at this and I'm going, no. Uh, you know, a, a country of over three hundred million people. Surely, surely, there's some young people like JFK, for example, that could come in their 40s and could help move the needle and move our country forward for all people. You know, I, I'm not picking a side here today. I'm not trying to debate anything. I'm just telling you, it's the first time that's ever happened. How would you feel about voting um, for one of these two primary individuals that could be octogenarians by the time he gets well, I mean, there?
1: I, I just, I, I think age is obviously a factor. Um, <laughs> and it creates the sense of um possible instability if something were to happen to a you know a sitting president we've had that happen in this country before um not because of you know age but because of assassination basically i think the young people are out there i i do i think that we as older adults should be the ones providing opportunities for them to experience government in a positive way, even if it's on a local level, if it's serving on a community board or a volunteer organization or city council or something like that. I think that that's where we need to be sending young people, giving them those experiences to say, yes, your voice matters. Yes, you have a say and what you are interested in can be impacted. And that just leads to bigger and better things. And so I think it's our job to cultivate this sense of yes, you can. This is why you should. And maybe we should be taking on more roles of leading that example for them to say you're never, you know, you're never too young. I mean, what is the rule? You have to be thirty five to run for president. Thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. 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 I-, I think they're out there. I think that they are out changing the world in big ways in their own, you know, lanes. But we just need to be able to say, hey, it. And politics right now is so dis- it's it's divisive. And so if we can give people a sense of cohesiveness, and that's one of the reasons I love this podcast is because we talk a lot about positivity and how to be you know, involved in your community and bring people together to do great things. And I think if we're setting that example and leading that for the younger people in all aspects, including government, they're out there. They just need to know that they can do it and it can be A good thing.
0: So, what you're telling me, these two primary gentlemen that faced each other in in 2020, for example, if 35 was the age you minimum age, you had to be under our Constitution to run for president, would they be twice qualified? I mean, they're way way over.
1: (laughs) Maybe almost triple qualified in age. (laughs) I'm
0: just picking on them a little bit. You know, here at Live Life by Design, we don't tell you who to vote for. We just ask you to go out and exercise that beautiful, wonderful right that we have under our Constitution in this United States to go vote. Just go register, go vote, express yourself, be a part, as Lori said, in your local community, your state, and your nation. Get out and vote. And, you know, I'm a little bit appalled of how low the turnout has been up until this last election for uh for the presidency it's it's just not been the turnout for our country if you look at registered voters i think it's something like maybe 20 something percents all that vote so
1: well and I think that that's the another big thing is that young people need to understand that voting is not just a presidential election every four years voting is something that school board members city councilmen, County commissioner all these things that you know impact a local community is where it gets started and and again as adults we have to set that example I we've been taking our son he's 14 but we've been taking him with us to vote our local um, County election board is so gracious um I think they thought the first time I I did it I thought well they they may not allow this. I didn't know what the rules were, but Noah was four years old. And I I said, come on, we're going to go vote. And of course, the the biggest thing and the biggest takeaway that he got out of that was getting a sticker that said, I voted, even though he didn't. But they were so kind and so gracious. And I'll never forget that experience of those um, employees letting him be part of that process. And so now he knows We talk a lot about it. He knows he's gone several times and it's great because now we print off, you know, sample ballots and we sit down and we talk about it. And as a family, we, you know, look at all the sides and we research all the people and we, you know, try to make the best informed decisions that we can. And I think as adults, if we continue to set that example for our young people, they again, it's it's about we have so much going on in our adult lives but we have such a responsibility to the young people that we impact and that we're around that we've got to start stepping up and making a more concerted effort to make sure that they know how important these future things that they're going to get to do and how important those are
0: today's episode of live a life by design is brought to you by the life plan builder a new online financial planning platform for young professionals who wish to create and gain control of their finances in a simple yet powerful manner Go to www.compasscapitalmgt.com or call 918-423-3222 for more details on this new platform. You will be glad you did. Now, back to the show. Registered Principal Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research Incorporated, a broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Jimmy J. Williams is an investment advisor representative of Compass Capital Management LLC, a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Compass Capital Management LLC are not affiliated. 321 South 3rd Street, Suite 4, McAllister, Oklahoma 74501. Oh, absolutely. 100% agree. And I will tell you, it's just all about engagement. And one way you get them engaged is get them to learn quickly the importance of their role in the future of this country, in this state, and in our community. For example, like you said, grassroots, man, get it down there. I will want you to know in our local community, I have been on uh, the leadership side of anytime we didn't get stickers. So for example, the state of Oklahoma (laughs) won't give you, you're laughing, but I do. Every election, I think you should have stickers because what it does is I wear that to the coffee shop, to lunch that day, whoever. And they go, oh, right. oh I got to go vote before 7, uh, 7 p.m. our time, folks, uh, here in the central United States. And and I call Miss Barnes as soon as I get through voting. I'm typically the first to the 10th person there. I get there usually right at 7, but there's always these guys that get there ahead of me, seems like. So this year, any election, I'm going to try to get there at 6.30, and I'm bringing all of the precinct <laughs> workers a uh, sausage biscuit or something, right? There okay. But here's my point. I go, uh, I get those, and she goes, Jimmy, you know this. We tell you every time, we can't give you the sticker unless it's a general election. And I say, said well I don't think that's right so I'm just voicing my opinion and it's so funny I go in and cast my ballot and they can recite what I tell them every time I go in you're gonna laugh I have this speech as you can only imagine Lori I have this speech and they hand me my ballot and I get ready to put it in the voting machine I say I hereby as a citizen of the great state of the United States or the great country of the United States and the great state of Oklahoma do discharge my duty and responsibility and cast my ballot And I put it in there. And you can just see these precinct judges, their lips are going about the same time, no voice coming out. (laughs) It's kind of like they're lip (laughs) syncing. They go, You're the only one, Jimmy, that has a speech before you cast a ballot. And I said, that's the uniqueness of our country. I can be me, right?
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Now let's talk about let's talk about a couple of things though in this great country. What in the world's going on? So let's talk about how can we pull ourselves back together and be one great solidified country on behalf of the country, but still have different backgrounds. What's your thought about that?
1: Gosh, you know, it goes back to I it's hard. It's really hard. And I say this and people laugh at me all the time. They're like, oh, you're that." you know, that's just such a canned answer. But agree to disagree And just be accepting of different people's opinions. We don't have to argue about it. We don't have to knock knock down drag, you know, knock down drag out fight or whatever. Just say, you know what, that I I I hear you, I see you. It's a valid, you know, your point is valid. I may not agree with you, but it's okay. It's what makes it a great democracy. We're able to have those conversations and accept each other and go down the the street. And then we see each other in the grocery store buying the same type of bread or ice cream. There's, I mean, there are other ways to unify people. It's just, I, I know that sounds, you know, corny and canned, but it's so true. Just Agree to disagree and still be. I mean, you could still be kind to people that you don't necessarily see eye to eye with. And we're not going to see eye to eye with everybody on every single thing.
0: No, I I agree. And, you know, here's the thing, too. I've often found that it gets their attention when I go up to someone like you, Lauren, and I'd say, hey, you know, I think it's great. Vote your conscience, even when you're wrong. And so that's what I tell them. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You should see the look in their eyes. What do you mean, wrong? Boy, they'll stand on their platform, whatever that is. You know, I think you should sell cabbage on the side of the road and no sales tax. Okay, whatever, pal. You do you. Okay, that's what I'm saying here.
1: <laughs> that's how I feel about coffee when I see people ordering yes. cold, cold, like cold coffee. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Coffee is not supposed to be cold.
0: To me, it's an oxymoron that's not yes. yet been registered in the dictionary. <laughs> but you know, it should be there. Cold coffee should not even be in two words and put together. You know what I mean? And,
1: and I, I put my money where my mouth is. I've tried it. I don't like it. No offense to anyone who does love cold brew or cold coffee or frappuccino. I just love my coffee so hot it burns my tongue. Like, Oh, I my just, goodness. <laughs> it ha- And I order it extra hot, and I know the legal limit is 180 degrees.
0: Wow. You've done your research.
1: I've done my research.
0: <laughs> now, listen, uh, I do know I read a, a, a case, and if you would, uh, go to McDonald's, you can probably win you a couple million bucks. But oh. if you put the hot coffee with a lid barely attached between nope. your legs and hit speed bumps, I think you get a lot of money. <laughs> But that's what I read.
1: Hey, well, no.
0: Yeah. And it would be more than 180 degrees. It would burn pretty good, I'm sure. But let me tell you, there's one great use, though, for cold coffee. And it's a medicinal use. And I'm not trying to get too, too graphic here. But uh, they use these for treatments of certain issues of the lower bowel. I'll leave it with <laughs> that. They 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 don't drink it. It goes in another route. Uh, And it's cold coffee. And something about the caffeine, the coffee grounds, I don't know what it is, but they use that to treat uh, early problems of maybe uh, irregularities of the the bowel and the colon and stuff. And so that's why when I tell people, you may not want to order that cold coffee. You don't know what it's used for. (laughs) But my daughter still orders the cold coffee with the sweet cream cold brew and all that. You (laughs) didn't
1: even know this morning when you woke up and tuned in that this was going to be your morning and this is what you were going to learn.
0: Yes. I'll guarantee you, okay. anyone listens this on their way to the coffee shop is going, hey, give me the hottest coffee you got, pal. I don't want a cold yes. coffee, all right? That is funny, funny. Well, hey, you know, we've tackled the, the big presidency issue. Just the key thing there, folks. Get out. Go vote. Get registered. Do the right thing. Exercise your your right, but also your responsibility, as I always tell people. It's not just a right. It's a responsibility to choose your leaders for the next four years. Hey, let's talk a little bit, though, about um, one of the nearest dear, dearest, and dearest things to my heart is the cost of life right now. And I'm talking about it from the standpoint of our families. You know, there's families of four right now, and I'm not laying blame on anybody. I'm just telling you facts. So in my world as a wealth advisor, we deal with inflation all the time. Now, you'll see that there's only 3%, 3 3.1% now of inflation on as the, uh, you know, the government counts inflation and, and calculates it without food or without gasoline and some other things. But what I want you to do is focus on People don't get by without food, and people don't get by without gasoline. So, the what I call the real effect of this inflation is costing U.S. families of four, about another five to seven thousand dollars a year, wow, just to live the way they did last year.
1: Goodness, it, I hadn't even I hadn't thought about it in that perspective. About I mean, I, obviously, we have felt that. I think everyone has felt that. That every time you go to the store, you go to the pump, it is more expensive, and so people are having to make you know more concerted effort about their choices. Like what, you know, maybe not going out to eat as much or maybe not taking that extra trip to the movie theater, but five to 7000 wow.
0: Yeah. And so if you've got a family of four and two parents, now here's the other bad news with that other shoe to And here at Live Life by Design, folks, we told you we're going to be real today. The wage growth has not maintained its growth of excess of the inflation rate right now. So what we're seeing is a lot of families getting pinched. And mm-hmm. uh, that that's a shame, in my opinion. Uh, so what we're also seeing is a lot of families that are already on that bubble, especially in our local community. We have a, a company called Shared Blessings that hands out uh, backpacks for the weekend. You're very familiar. You, you volunteered Fantastic for them. I know organization. Stuff. Yes. yes. Well, anyway, they uh, they're telling me uh, their their interim executive directors telling me that uh, they've had more requests for backpacks this year than they even did in the last two years. Yeah. So there's a trend. What do you make of that?
1: You know, I think there is a definite need, uh, and that's the reality. And and we at school benefit so greatly from Shared Blessings and other organizations that just they don't ever say no. I mean, they will do whatever it takes to try to meet a need for someone and a family especially. But I, I could see this, you know, with the wage gap and inflation, some people that have never had to turn to ask for that kind of help before are now having to make that call and, you know, and for a lot of people, it can be very, um, you know, prideful. People don't want to ask for help or people don't think that that's the kind of help that they would need or qualify for. But the reality is, is that we have people that have those needs because they're having to make decisions about health care or, you know, Living paycheck to paycheck. And if you have an unexpected medical emergency or a car repair or, you know, an unexpected doctor's visit, one thing like that can really send someone into a situation where they may not be able to come back out of it for a while. It could be very detrimental to a family.
0: I don't have the site for this other than to say the vice president mentioned this once in some, some of her comments. And she said that a lot of families in the United States are only $500 emergency bill that lands unexpectedly away from bankruptcy, 500 bucks. And I know that may seem like a very few dollars to some of us, but to some of those families that are struggling right now, it's all the money in the world, right? And so let's don't forget our communities, uh, our listeners out there. You know, I always say it this way, pay it forward. and don't. the, The greatest thing in life you can do and the most joy you get out of life is when you do something for someone who doesn't expect it. And you don't expect to be repaid. I mean, just do it for your kindness. You've been given an abundance in life. Sharing that abundance is what I say. I always have to end this show on a positive, Lori, because, you know, it's just me. And our communities are hurting right now. We at Live Life by Design also contribute and support our communities in many ways out in her locally, and we ask you to do the same. So I want you to pick out a student this year if you see students suffering, if you have a teacher that you know needs help in her classroom, getting the right materials or supplies together. I don't care if it's just simply buying Kleenexes, Lori, whatever, because those kids all have runny noses no matter the season.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No matter the season. That is true. So, you know, the, one of the other things too, Jimmy, that I want people to realize as we're on this topic, you know, financially, you know, doing contributions and donations are great. But the other thing that people really, really need right now is words of positive affirmation. You know, I got a card recently in the mail that just, you know, after a hard first week of school, someone dropped me a note that said, you know, we appreciate all your efforts. We know that it, you know, didn't necessarily go exactly to plan this week, but we appreciate your continued efforts. And so sometimes just an email, just drop somebody a note, a sticky note, even it it doesn't cost anything, but it means the world to people. Just that affirmation of, I see you, I know what you're going through. I appreciate what you're doing. And although it may not be the way you intended it, keep trying. And so If if I could leave everybody with that this morning on a positive, that would be my positive. Tell people how you feel. Life is short. You never know. And it doesn't take but five minutes just to tell somebody how you feel or just to say thank you or, hey, keep going. Keep trying.
0: Oh, I love it. Jim Rohn, one of my great mentors, always had a statement that said, the only time you realize failure is when you quit trying to succeed. Yeah. So I love those words. Great thoughts. Hey, Lori, uh, end our show for us here. Those are great comments. And uh, we look forward (laughs) to everyone. Kind of this is not the newest of formats. We're just trying something different here. And we hope you like what we're doing. If not, please go to our Facebook page. Let us know your thoughts. uh, And go to our website for livealifeby.design and let us know your thoughts there. Lori, thank you for joining me today. And I'll let you close out this episode.
1: Well, I will tell you, it's still hot in Oklahoma. So, if you're going to send any good thing into the universe, how about some cooler weather? Fall is coming. Football season is upon us for everybody who's excited for that. We're excited. Drop us a note. Let us know what you think about the show and continue to do great things in your community and in your world. And you know what? what We always say, Jimmy go out,
0: live a life, live by by design. Have a great week, everyone.
1: You can get a complete transcript of today's show online at livealifeby.design. If you like the show, please tell your friends and family about it. Also, we would be very appreciative if you would leave a review of the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been a Life Master Key production. The program is copyrighted by Jimmy J. Williams and Company. All rights reserved. Our production assistant is Amy Cotton. Our intern is Brindley.